Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Hey guys, this is Russ, and this is the Overlook Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Trista Marie Yelding. Trista Yelding is a 29-year-old African-American female missing from Theodore, Alabama. She was last seen by her friends on April 3rd, 2017. At the time of her disappearance, she was staying at a friend's house on Raven Road. She was only 24 years old at that time. Family has described Trista as a very sweet person who was always friendly and couldn't help but to do for others. Now, the story goes that Trista's friend states that she had a panic attack on that April 3rd day, and she ran into some woods behind the house. And that is pretty much all that we're giving about the last time anyone saw Trista. And although it was reported that she was last, you know, April 3rd, 2017, she actually had not been reported missing until April 20th, 2017. And she wasn't reported missing by those who last saw her. In fact, it was a concerned sister who could not reach her that reached out to the police and asked them to do a welfare check. Now, Trista's family learned about the whole running into the woods thing via a text received on Messenger. Trisha's sister, Nikita, says that she received the text message by the person that Trisha was last seen with. And the text basically said, Trisha freaked out and had a panic attack and ran into the woods. But her sister says that does not sound like Trisha at all. In fact, what we'll find is that the few small little details that we do know about this case do not add up, at least not according to her loved ones. For one, Trista, she suffers from epilepsy. She left without any of her medication. In fact, she left without anything. Her grandmother told reporters, and I quote, We went up to Mobile to the last place they saw her. The police came out there and gave us her clothes, her medicine, her ID card, and her social security cards. So if the story we're given is true, I mean, she kind of just took off into the woods without second thought and never decided to come back for any of her belongings her belongings that she literally needed to sustain life. The second thing that didn't add up was that Trisha had not been in communication with anyone. Trisha was actually a huge help to her father and family, as her father is deaf and she was the one who would step in and interpret for him. And not only did she help with her father, but she genuinely kept in good contact with multiple family members and her going no contact for more than a few days was more than side priority. It was actually a cause for concern. And then we also need to add in the fact that Trista has no history of disappearing. This was completely out of character for her. Her grandmother told reporters, I know her and one thing about her is that she will keep in contact with me. But 
It's been years and no one has heard from her. And there's been no reported sightings or any real movement in her case since a missing persons report has been filed. It appears that officials believe that Trisha may have willingly left on her own. However, Trisha's family does not believe this is the case at all. WRKG5 quotes a family member saying, I want to say that she's still alive, but I don't know. She's never been away from me this long. My baby's never left me this long. I love her. I love her so much. I just want her to come home. Unfortunately, not only does her family have to deal with the yearning for her to come home, which has not been met, but also there seems to be a lack of interest in the case from the police and also the media. Looking into this case, trying to find answers was incredibly frustrating. At one point, I actually wondered if I could report on this case because so little facts and details were known. While you might be able to pull up a couple of news pages, none of them actually really have a lot of detail. They all pretty much say the same exact thing. She was with a friend. This is the area she was last seen in. There was a panic attack. She ran in the woods. She left her belongings. But that's all. No one even goes into details about, okay, what was occurring before this panic attack? And all the other many questions that could follow. For over a year, there was no real movement on this case whatsoever. However, in July of 2018, human remains were discovered in a wooded area near Cody and Dickensbury Road in Mobile, Alabama. Now, Trista's family, they were on edge, waiting to hear if those remains would be identified as hers. However, they weren't the only ones. At this time, Mobile actually had multiple missing person cases open. And due to the state of decomposition that the body was found in, it was gonna be a while before police were even able to give anyone an answer on identification. A few months later in November of 2018, the remains were identified as Tracy Sutton, a woman who disappeared in Mobile, Alabama in 2016. And while Trisha's family was happy to hear that it wasn't her, there was still a bit of sadness because that meant they still had no idea where Trisha was. Now, going back to the lack of coverage in this case, it has left me with a few questions because there's a lot of things that aren't exactly clear. First thing being was, who was this person that Trisha was with? On her name is profile, under the circumstances of disappearance, it states that Trista's sister reported to the Mobile County Sheriff's Department that she had not been able to reach her sister in three and a half weeks. It goes on to say that police then went to the last known residence that she was at and spoke to her boyfriend. Now, it's not exactly clear if the boyfriend lived at that residence or if they spoke to him at a separate time or at a separate residence. The way that it's written up is a little bit murky, but it does go on to say that the boyfriend reported that he had not seen Trishta in about two weeks at that point in time. The section ends saying that Trisha was last seen walking through the woods behind the residence. Now here's an excellent example showing why the language used to communicate details of the case being very important. Because these details, it just leaves 
even more questions. For one, there leaves some confusion about who last saw Trishta. In pretty much all the news articles, they report that Trisha was last seen out of friends. However, her name is profile says that they talked to a boyfriend. And then there's no clarity whatsoever on if the boyfriend actually was that friend or if he lived at that house. Another thing that comes to mind when you read the name's profile is that they refer to the residence that she was last seen at as her residence, meaning Trisha's. But Every other place reports that she was at somebody else's house. And that can make things a bit confusing as well. And then another thing that's pointed out is that in the information section on Nanus, it's reported that she was last seen walking in the woods and that the woods were behind the house. However, news articles reports that she was in a state of panic and took off running in the woods. And while that seems like a small technicality, it's kind of not. Because someone in full panic running, that gives you cause of concern. For a lot of people, if you saw someone you love in full panic running into the woods, you would get concerned and want to follow them. You might be thinking, okay, they're not thinking straight. They might not be able to navigate the woods safely. They might need someone to go follow them. Versus someone walking might give people a moment of pause of, okay, they need to cool down. I'll just keep an eye on them. I'll just kind of see where they're going. But there's some confusion. We're really not sure which details are true, if any of them are at all. Unfortunately, there is no user information submitted under case contributions under her name is profile. So I'm not exactly sure who put that information in. See, here's the thing with names profiles. They have different areas and under the different areas, you'll find different pieces of information. You can find who to contact in this case if you have information, who's the leading investigator, what agency is leading searches and things such as that. But it also says who put in that information. And that's important because a lot of times people feel more comfortable trusting and being guided by the information put on that site if it says it was put in by some sort of law enforcement agency. People tend to believe that, well, if a law enforcement agent put it in, then these are the tips that are somewhat confirmed in the case versus information put in by civilians. Now, I do want to put out there, however, that NamUs does state in their frequently asked questions section that any information that is submitted by users are vetted with appropriate investigating agencies before they are made visible to the public. So it does seem there is some type of fact checking that goes into place. However, since there is no source, I am not going to treat it as fact, more as speculation. Now, certainly back to investigating agencies, when it comes to Trisha's case, I can't find much information about what has actually been done in her case. An old NBC 15 news article reports that the family spent countless hours looking for Trisha, doing their own searches and making flyers, which they posted and passed around town. However, it does not mention anything about what the police have done. In fact, none of the articles mention anything about what investigators have done in this case. I'm going to assume that a search in the woods was done, but the truth of the matter is not a single source mentions any search being done by investigating agencies whatsoever. And speaking of those woods, the woods aren't exactly behind the house as many of the articles seem to suggest. Luckily, I came across a sleuther who was able to share a picture of the area Trishta was last seen in. 
And they pointed out that the woods, yeah, it wasn't exactly behind the house. In fact, she would have had to take a little bit of a jog down the street to get to the supposed woods that she ran into. And this is brought up for a few reasons. Because kind of like I said earlier, with the difference between she was seen running into the woods in a state of panic versus she was seen walking to the woods. When you have a person who people are saying ran into the woods in a state of panic, that's one thing. That's impulsivity. It's right there. You can open the door and go out, I guess. But running out the house and then running down the street and walking a block or two to the woods, that's a little bit different. And let me tell you why that's a bit different. One, because sources are saying that she was in the middle of a panic attack. And it was obvious enough that people around her recognized that that's what was happening. If you see somebody who you know is clearly not in their regular state of mind and you see them shout out to the street and running off, many would believe that they would be very concerned and that they would go after her. Because again, kind of like I stated earlier with that running and walking thing, at that point, I'm concerned that, yo, they are not paying attention. They could get hit by a car. They can run and trip in the middle of the street. Many people have mentioned they would go out and follow them because they're obviously experiencing some extreme level of stress. And they're no longer just going in your backyard. They're now running off on the street where there are other hazards and dangers. But the way that it's told, even with the few details that we have, it's almost like no one was concerned. And then there's also the question of, okay, even if they did run just to the woods behind the house, at what point would you be concerned enough to call out your friend's name, grab another friend and go looking for them, or even simply call the police? One of the things we found out is that, again, the friends, they weren't the ones who reported Trista missing to the police. It was her sister. It was her concerned sister. And by the time the sister reported, over two weeks had passed. Over two weeks had passed when Trista's friend saw her allegedly have a panic attack and run into the woods. And there is no details about them following her, trying to find her, going out to search for her after a couple minutes had passed. None of that. And that could simply be something that happened that's missing from the story. We don't know as so many details are missing. But one thing we do know is that two weeks have passed and they still had not reached out to the police. It took a concerned family member living in another area to reach out to the police and say, hey, I have not heard from my sister. I need someone to go check on her. And that has left a bad taste in many people's mouths and has left a community with a lot of questions. So let's get to the theories. The first theory being that one, most people are suspicious of this friend. Now, no information has really been given about this friend. We don't know if the friend's a male, a female, how long they've been friends. We don't know what the friend's immediate reaction was. We know the friend eventually reached out to the sister via messenger, but we don't even know the time frame from when that happened. But we know that the friend still had Trista's belongings when the police came to talk to them. But we don't know why they felt the need to not call the police themselves when their friend was allegedly having a panic attack and 
ran into the woods by themselves and they never heard from them again. We have no answers whatsoever about this friend. And many people are very skeptical on that and kind of wonder why more information about the friend has not been released. Theory two, medical induced issues. Now with this particular theory, the whole theory is that Trisha may have had some side effects from her medication or from not taking her medication. One commenter posted a video that just talked about this case and on that video, the YouTuber discussed how epilepsy medication withdrawal can have some side effects, which include panic attacks or extreme anxiety. People wonder if maybe she slipped up on taking her medications while in the area and that is what caused her panic attack. Now, the panic attack was very real. Now, with this theory, it doesn't really answer the whole, okay, then where is she now? It's more so answering, okay, how did this panic attack scenario even come to play? From what I've seen, this theory is more of a theory that's thrown out there to play devil's advocate, not one that many seem to actually believe. And while it might answer the question of, okay, why did this happen? It doesn't answer any other question of, okay, then where is she? she had a panic attack and ran well okay but where does she run to what happened when she stopped running uh, theorist theory really doesn't cover that theory three there was no panic attack but there was real danger somewhere in that home and trishta ran from it in this theory you mostly see commenters talking about that maybe there was something going on at that house that freaked trishta out and she did in fact get up and run for her safety but the panic attack was kind of just thrown in there to cover up whatever was really going on in that household now with this theory kind of like the others it does not really cover okay but what happened after she ran did she run away for her own safety and just never reach back out to family because she's scared? We don't know, as this theory really doesn't look to cover that. This theory is one that's kind of thrown out there as a means to, okay, well, if we're saying panic attacks are not in her character, well, then maybe this will explain why there was a running. However, here's the thing. There's nobody else but this friend or friends at that home that said that she ran. We don't have any businesses in the area that say, yeah, they remember seeing a young girl run into the woods or walk into the woods. We don't have any videos from anybody's green doorbell capturing her walking towards the area of the woods or anything like that. All we have is this word of this individual at the home and that's about it. That's almost the whole entire case. And for many, that just doesn't sit right. Unfortunately, Trishta Yelding is still missing. She still has loved ones looking for answers and wanting closure. If you have any information on Trishta or her disappearance, I ask that you please contact the Mobile County Sheriff's Office at 251-581-1181. Or you can reach out to the Mobile Alabama Crime Stoppers at 251-208-7000. As always, I'm going to have this information on my Instagram page. That is the Overlook underscore podcast. Come on by, take a look, see if you recognize their face, if you're familiar with the area. Any little bit of information you may have can be of big help. Missing persons cases and crimes are solved in conjunction with the police 
in the community. And that community part, it's so big and so important to finding these answers, getting families closure and bringing people back home. That's all I have on this case. But as always, I ask you guys, stay safe, stay vigilant, and I'll have a new episode for you next Sunday. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 